Bagoons. This is Notes of Bagoon. We're doing a little bit of a shorter show. I'm sorry we're coming at you late, but this will be out on St. Patrick's Day, correct? I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer who will absolutely get this show out by St. Patrick's Day, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris, and, and ready to get this show out by St. Patrick's Day. By St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah. We're recording this the day before St. Patrick's Day. You had a lot of karate friend issues this week. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So quite we, a bit. We, we, we were recording the show a little bit late, but you're going to get this show as a stalwart Irishman who does not drink alcohol. I trust you to release this show on St. Patrick's Day. As well you should, because it'll go out on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And I just want to let everybody know who's trying to sit back, kick it, and enjoy three beers with Chris from Brooklyn. I'm only drinking two because we don't have a lot of time. We have to record High Society shortly after this. Hmm. So I am drinking two beers, but I'm sure I will drink five or six on that program. Yeah, so you know what? Combine the two. You've got your St. Patrick's Day covered. Yeah, that's true. You should yeah, you should be subscribed at GuestDigitalNetwork.com using the promo code HSR, and you could be watching that show before on St. Patrick's Day. But let's talk about St. Patrick's Day for a minute. What a stupid fucking holiday. Whoa. Why is this still Whoa. a thing? We're still doing... Adults are still excited for St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. The bar I work at once a week had to stock a bunch of extra Guinness. We sell almost no Guinness. I think I've sold three Guinnesses ever there. How much green food coloring did you stock up on? None. We have uh, 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 Bud Light in Shamrock bottles. That sucks. Mike, what are we going to do? Make a bunch of green beer that we're not going to sell? You get one thing of green food coloring. Do you get like 10 There's of There's going to be bagpipes. You get like 10 of those things beyond the bar. You put one drop in each draft and boom, you charge an extra dollar a draft. But can we just talk about how stupid St. Patrick's Day is for a moment? It's the best holiday. He drove the snakes out of Ireland. Yes. And let's be clear that that is code words for the Jews. Okay. Let's be clear that St. Patrick was a bad person. Did he get them out or did he get them out? I suppose he did. When's the last time you heard of an Irish lawyer? That's true. I actually had to do a show before I saw you at the stand. I had to do a show for uh, 16 Irishmen that were in town for St. Patrick's Day last night. At the stand? No, at uh, Barrow Street Ale House. And let me tell you something. Whew, those guys are not humorous. So let me get this straight. They left Ireland to come to America for St. Patrick's Day? Yes. They must be snakes. America rules St. Patrick's Day in Ireland is like a legitimate holy day where they celebrate a saint. Well, it seems like these guys uh, don't like religion and want to come fuck. They also said they thought um, America was dumb because we don't have abortion. And I was like, you can get an abortion in New York City anywhere you can get a dollar slice. <laughs> like it's, it's that easy to get an abortion yeah, in New York City. you just City. order three dollar slices. And it will kill your baby. No kids surviving that. No shot. <laughs> Um. Uh, they just didn't realize that I was like I was like Mississippi is less backwards than you because remember we did that on the show Ireland twelve weeks yeah Mississippi fifteen weeks well they were very upset about that they also apparently didn't like Trump stark contrast to all of the Irish people here in America <laughs> the abortion hating <laughs> Trump loving Americans yeah 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 Irish Americans. I made fun of them I was like I was like. It's crazy. It's like, I don't understand how an entire economy could sustain when you're all either firefighters or cops. Who's committing the crimes and setting the fires? Hmm. Probably cops falling asleep smoking one of those long white pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then I was talking to them about the Banshees of Insurin and how they're all stupid for making me watch that. <laughs> Didn't go well, Mike. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, so let me get this straight. You went up knowing how easy it would be to pander to a crowd mm-hmm. and decided to instead. Oh, I, I obviously know how to do that. We'll talk about that in a second. And decided to instead rub them the wrong way for an entire set uh-huh. and then wonder why it went bad. Yeah, yeah I, did, I did do that. The comedy stylings of Chris from Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm an alcoholic Larry David. <laughs> if Larry David lifted weights and was an alcoholic... You're looking at him, folks. <laughs> um, but St. Patrick's Day, I, I just, when adult men, so th- there's not going to be any young people at the bar I work at. There's going to be old men. Why are you getting, you're an adult man. Just get drunk. I don't understand the, uh, especially the Irish. I mean, do you need an excuse? Yeah, you can call out of work. Like, that's what it is. 
Mm-hmm. Especially it's on a Friday. Oh my God. Three day weekend, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, you're calling out of work for St. Patrick's Day oh, to yeah. get drunk. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're marching in the parade. Obviously. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is just like that scene with the fat kid from uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. You can do anything. It's like you just be like, the cops are all into something. You can steal City Hall because the cops are all drunk at a parade. Literally all of them. And then there's three, you know, there's, that's another, that's actually an annoying thing about it. How many St. Patrick's Day parades are there and how many days apart are they? Do you know uh, how many are in New York, like in and around New York City? If I had to guess, mm-hmm. 35. Oh, I would say, yeah, at least. But it's crazy that they're, so everybody needs to go to the main one on St. Patrick's Day. And then everybody, every neighborhood has their own. But then some people like to go to hit a couple. So Rockaway St. Patrick's Day, I'm sure will be in like a month when the beaches open up. <laughs> They're like, we're going to save St. Patrick's Day for when it's warm out. <laughs> we'll go to all the other St. Patrick's Days and ruin that. It's basically SantaCon 14 times. Yeah. Park Slope is going to have a St. Patrick's Day. There's no Irish people left in Park Slope. It's all pasty-faced Norwegian yuppies. Mm-hmm. Who want to get drunk at noon. That's true. You should respect this more than anyone, Chris. I don't like the cosplaying as a problematic <laughs> drinker. That's actually what bothers me about it. They're appropriating your culture? Yeah, yeah, they are appropriating my culture. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't like it one bit. Okay, so now you understand where the racehorse is coming from. Mm-hmm. The racehorse is probably pretty drunk. He's, he, he's got to have a... He, that's his holiday. He has to have now an argument with his drunken police horse uncle at St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, would you stop it, you Irish son of a bitch? <laughs> Sound like a banshee. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't let your skirt get all ruffled, you bagpipe playing son of a bitch. All right. For anybody who doesn't know, that's the racehorse. That's our horse that is an, uh, an expert in race relations. Not a horse that runs fast because he's a drunken asshole. Oh, stop it. You're telling me I can't be racist towards the Irish. I am Irish. I'm allowed to do it, you stupid Mick. Oh, enough. Harrington, you can be racist towards the Irish, can't you? I, I, I have no idea, honestly. I mean, my You don't know how it works anymore? I have no clue. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to err on the side of caution and say no. Okay. I don't want to upset him. All right. Well, this has been our bit about St. Patrick's Day. Moving on. A little bit of old business, Michael. Uh, uh, Very quickly, if you're listening to this on St. Patrick's Day, the following weekend I will be with Dave Smith in Providence. I think I'm also coming in this Saturday to do a fight watch along with you and Frank. I may or may not be here. Oh, because you may be a father. Look, I mean, the fact that I'm out of the house right now Uh is astounding to me. Okay. I'm just not allowed to leave the house anymore. You were out of the house last night. That was work. This is work. Yeah. Saturday is technically work. Mm. Yeah, it is a pet project. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is there anything else you would like to plug? I guess your baby registry one more time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, should I buy you some things off your baby registry or just give you guys something else? I, I don't know. I need you to tell me. Whatever you want to do. Chris, I'm not here to pressure anybody into doing anything. No, I'm going to get you something... Because you're having a child. Okay. Right? I had to get Johnny something, too. I do, too. Johnny I feel me. like you guys should not get each other things. That's just a wash. No, 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 no. Also, he used your baby registry to realize that he was missing things from his. So you've already <laughs> helped him. Yeah, but I got to look through his now and see what I'm missing on mine. Mm, see? That's true. That's very true. Like a worm eating I got to get tail. you both. I got to get you guys both things. It's yeah. very annoying. I don't know, dude. Honestly, I have no children. You guys have gotten me nothing. <laughs> yes. As we shouldn't. Why? Because. I like things. What are you, Carrie Bradshaw? You're going to throw yourself a fucking baby shower? I'm not going to throw myself a baby shower, but I would like a thing. Something. I want a registry. Okay. What Go. should I put on my non-baby registry? Some beers, I probably. Could use some, yeah, beers. <laughs> I could probably use some cigars. <laughs> like, I'm baby, basically Baby Herman from Roger Epp. <laughs> That's what you should do. You should do the Baby Herman registry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be that. Maybe some darts. <laughs> A taxi cab that talks back to you? I was watching a... Uh... Sexy dame secretary? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm sure that'll go over great with your girl. 
I look. You, my girl had to review our registry. Really? <laughs> because you had sexy dame secretary on there. I mean, I might have, I might not have. But maybe I'll dress up the racehorse as a sexy dame. We'll call it sexy dame secretariat. <laughs> Solid pun. Yeah, but you misgendered the the racehorse in that one. No, that's true. I shouldn't have assumed the racehorse's gender. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Gender's not a race, but okay. God damn it. Um, <laughs> but also, spit roast was last night, and uh, you convinced me to do it a few weeks ago. I was very stressed out about it. Well, I have no idea why you killed. It was very fun. I had a good time. Now, this is a weird question. Did you move my battle earlier than it was supposed to be originally? No. Was I not second to last? No, you were never second to last. You were, uh, you were always going to be third. You told me second to last. I don't know. I didn't tell you that. Yeah, you did. At no point. That it I said did. it on the poster that me and uh, yeah. uh, Andy were featured, and so were... was Matt Marin. And yeah. why would there be somebody in between that wasn't a featured bout? <clears throat> well, like, you know, you have a prelim headliner. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you were. Mm-hmm. So I mean the way that I the way that I stacked it was just uh, I um I initially had John and and Tim in that slot okay. uh but L Orlando was running late from uh Comics You Should Know in Brooklyn so mm-hmm. uh I decided to put her in that fourth spot but gotcha. you were never your order was never tampered with mm-hmm. I just I figured it was the 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 best for the flow of the show I knew you and Andy would bring it It was uh, it was L and Brett Raybold Yeah Okay. So I was concerned with Ellen Brett, and I was concerned with John and uh, John Brett is and very Tim. funny, and so is Elle. Right. But I just didn't. There, you know, it's there. You can be very funny and not necessarily do the best in that format. I sure. know some comics who I would not consider the best who murdered at Spit Roast. Who? So, well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I got a spot uh, on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like you're lying to me. I'm not. I literally did the did the the sheet this morning. So okay, yeah, I was going to talk to you about that, but I didn't want to do it in front of Figs because then Figs would want a spot. It'd be a whole thing. Mm. Yeah, you gotta tell him you gotta. You can only have one person whose last name reads like an F slur <laughs> per show. It's, yeah, it's very simple. If we have more than that, we're opening ourselves up for a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, yep. um, but yeah, it was fun. I, uh, I I regret being shitty to you about it now. I have no idea why. Like I was like, Chris, I'm certain you're going to be great at this. No, no. So I had to move a bunch of things around. And uh, basically what happened was, and I want to explain to people that I was not actually being a bitch, is that I didn't want to then call my friend who was very stressed out about needing me to cover their shifts and tell them I actually couldn't cover their shift. And then I figured it out with somebody else. And then also uh, I was supposed to go... S- somewhere with somebody who I may have angered last night and now I am not with them in San Diego at the Comedy Connection. Oh really? No, 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 that's not. True. I it was never going to happen. He was like, "Oh, let me figure it out." And then it just never got figured out. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That yeah. it couldn't be figured out after last night. No, it wasn't it was it was figured out that I wasn't going before last night. That's what was mainly stressing me out. Okay. Also, I will say that I am talking about Lewis. Um <laughs> And I will also say that uh, he said the most transparent thing. I would, what, when was I in here? Monday? Uh, Monday afternoon? Yeah. Okay. So I was in here, and you guys were talking about uh, uh, figuring out a main event situation. You couldn't figure out a main event. And he was like, I would have put you in a main event, but you're being a bitch about writing these jokes. And I uh, uh, was nice enough to not throw you under the bus, because I'm a good friend. How were you throwing me under the bus? Because I wanted to look him right in his face and go, you know I was in the room and Harrington had you on speakerphone when you said you wanted Tim Butterly to be in the main event of this uh, event. Yeah, but then he also, I promise you, when we couldn't get Butterly, we were still going back and forth trying to figure out a main event mm-hmm. uh, before we settled on just doing five undercards. And he said to me, he's like, oh, Andy versus Chris, that's a great main event. Mm. See if those guys would do it. And I said, look, Chris is... Already having a panic attack about writing five jokes. I'm not going to put a main event on him. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If it was, here's the thing: is if it was next, if it was next month, probably wouldn't have been a problem. All right, you want a main event the uh, last show of April? I'm out of town. Oh, okay. I am out of town. I'm in Atlanta with Ryan Long on Wednesday. I'm going to Atlanta the day before to see my sister-in-law. Okay. I am. I'm going with the my chick. Her sister lives there. My, My good friend Kevin lives down there. All right, we'll talk about May. Okay. It's going to be May. Remember that? You know that joke? Yeah. 
that you're going to do every year. We're going to have to see that meme with Justin Timberlake. It's again. always on my birthday. Oh, that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> dude, if, if my birthday was May 4th, I would kill myself because of how annoying that meme is. I So what I do like about it is there's also a very fun song um, about my birthday. What's your birthday? The 1st of May. Mm. Um, is it very Irish? No, 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 no. Oh, good thing. No, no, no. It's uh, it's it's just a lovely song by a name by a, a guy by the name of Jonathan Colton. Okay, what's the song? It's called "The First of May." Can I play it? Sure. If if there. Oh, the video's great too. I've never seen the video. Well, put the video on Harrington so I can see. It. Oh, I already I hate this. Up this morning. I'm looking at the only three guys Harrington was cooler than in high school. If you look up the music video for this. Alright, turn this on. Wait, wait, wait. That's good. Still waiting. Wait. I hate you. Wait. Okay. After our fucking starts today. That's pretty good. Or at least your favorite lay. All right, now we're just watching somebody else's jokes. <laughs> also, you're about to be a father. Your outdoor fucking days are over for a few years. What are you, you talking have about? To buy, you have to buy a cabin before you're allowed to fuck outside again. What? Yeah. Why? You can't fuck outside as a father. Why? If I have to explain this to you. I don't understand. Why would you take that? I mean, we can leave the baby with, with their parents and then go fuck outside wherever we want. This is crazy. You know what you could do, actually, for uh, for Alex? A little push present? Instead of something for the baby, just get her some mushrooms. Wait, I have to get her a push present and a fucking baby thing? No, I'm just saying, instead of, I'm saying... You have to get her a push present. I have to get her a push present. I know what the push present is going to be. We've already figured that out. What is it? Uh, it's a necklace with the baby's name on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the... Uh, I'm saying, instead of getting something for the baby, you get something for Alex. Mm. <clears throat> big bag of mushrooms. All right. I'll work on that. And then she's gonna take him. We're gonna be outside. You certainly can't be fucking outside in mushrooms as parents. Why not? This is crazy. Oh, we're gonna take mushrooms in a field and not fuck. What are we? Twelve? A field? Yeah. <laughs> Go to a field somewhere. All right. <laughs> field days. Moving on. We should have done this before, but there's one more piece of old business. <laughs> um. Last week, we were uh, shitting on Scott Adams quite hard for being uh, pretty racist, hiding his racism from his new conservative black friends, and then also writing a crappy comic strip. And so I found this thing from the uh, uh, 90s. It was a, a thing from before Dilbert came out, and it's um, it's the guy who wrote, um, uh, what, what is it, the, the comic strip with Opus, what the hell is that called, uh, Bloom County. And so here's something that he said. This is before Dilbert came out, five years before Dilbert even came out. You know who the syndicates are looking for? They're looking for the dissatisfied stockbroker sitting in his office right now. He's about 30 years old, thinking how funny it is. There's all these office things going on around him with computers and stuff. And he could draw a little bit, a little bit. He's got the gags in his mind because he lived them. He's going to start drawing comic strips, and he sends this stuff down off to the syndicate. And even though they're badly drawn, it doesn't matter because they're all reduced down to sub-microscopic size. And they start the comic strip. I've see, seen so many of these across my desk in the past five years, and I've seen them syndicated as well. They never last very long, but they hit fast. They've got a good gimmick. They've probably got a hook that sounds good to editors. Syndicates can sell them fast. These guys aren't artists. They're dissatisfied stockbrokers who scribbled a little bit in high school and can draw it just enough. The expectations are so low artistically on a comic page that they're being hired. So that was what people were thinking about Scott Adams before he even started Dilbert. That was just a general blanket statement. That was a blanket statement about bad comic strips. Five years before Dilbert came out. 
And look, maybe we're maybe we found a bad Dilbert comic strip. Maybe. Can you maybe ever find today's Dilbert? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know he's still in some papers, and you know I'm sure he's still got a website, which is he's got a he's he's putting out a classic Dilbert every day, even if he's not drawing it. Which seems, I mean, you can't draw three crudely drawn boxes a day. <clears throat> oh, Christ on the cross. Oh, uh, hold on. Let's read it together. It's, no, dude, it's, it, it keeps taking me to a, uh, it's like all behind the paywall now. All, every Dilbert comic strip. Just oh. Google image Dilbert comic, full, full Dilbert comic strip. And just, just don't pull me up the one we did last week. Maybe we got a bad Dilbert comic strip last week. Let's take a look. Oh, this is a Sunday strip. This is eight panels. So this is going to be good. It's for Sundays. It's the <laughs> biggest day of the week for comic strips. It's in color. Full color. Yeah. Uh, we'll lose the Elbonian project unless we give their Minister of Mud some incentive. You mean a bribe? No, a bribe would be illegal. Take a bag of gold to Albania, which I assume is a fake country that they made up because it's very funny. It sounds like Albania, but it's an elbow. You get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very funny. <laughs> and leave it to the statue of the monkey god, Uba Nuba. That's a funny word, I guess. If Uba Nuba does not accept your offering by Albanian law, it becomes unclaimed property. Take the gold to the unclaimed property desk at the Ministry of Mud. <sighs> Ring the bell. Ask for the Minister of Mud. Give him the property, the unclaimed property, and a copy of our bid. Oh, God. What if the monkey god accepts the gold and I'm the only witness? What? How much monkey god gold are we talking about? Look, this has all the elements of something I should like. It seems to be making fun of Albanians. Uh, 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 monkey God. Um, uh, silly word. These are all things I love. But that just ain't it. Now, let's take a look at this week. Today's Get Fuzzy. I mean, I, okay, let's see here. Okay, so all of these sticky notes are lies written to make you look bad. That is my contention. Yes, I don't even know who this raccoon is, but I like him. <laughs> I've never seen this raccoon before in my life. I'll talk to Bucky. That's the cat. See, I know him. Sorry, I never know what he's up to. I would appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, the tip is in this. Very well. I'm like, this is fantastic, Mike. <laughs> This is so fucking good. This is so much better than any Dilbert <laughs> that I've seen. And that these are the lesser characters. Nobody cares about the human. We're Satchel. It doesn't even have Satchel or Bucky in it. Those are the main guys. You know what I'm saying? This is like going to see the NWO and seeing Scott Norton. <laughs> and it's still better than Dilbert. I mean... I would take Scott Norton and Disciple over Scott Adams. Oh, yeah. They are better Scots. <laughs> Both of them are better Scots. <laughs> I don't even know if the Disciple's name is Scott. Whatever. He had 17 different names across four different organizations. I'm sure one of them was a Scott. That's true. You get me Scott Hall. I mean, that's a fucking animal. And we know I rank animals above people. <laughs> and bad guys above good guys. Bad guys are better than good guys. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, last week, Mike, you said, actually, no, let's talk about this real quick. Um, <clears throat> I went, I had a spa day with my girlfriend the other day, uh, Sunday. Uh, 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 she booked us a couple's foot massage. And it's a whole thing. They exfoliate your feet, they massage your feet, and they make your feet look good. Were you writing jokes during that time? No. It was a foot massage, and it turns out my feet, Mike, 
Very ticklish. Yes, because uh, unlike, as, as any other man, my feet have not been touched since I was 10 years old. Because a man's foot should never be touched. It's fucking weird. I had no idea my feet were this ticklish. I had to bite my lip the entire fucking time we get this foot massage, Mike. If you're touching some a man's foot that's over 10, you're a pedophile. Can't really argue with that. Yeah, you're a weirdo. No, never touch a fucking boy's foot. I think maybe five might be when you should stop touching boys' feet. It's weird. When's the last time your feet were touched? I mean, just the other day. That's weird. Well, it's not. It's pretty weird. I give Alex a foot rub pretty much every yeah, night. Women's feet can be touched. That's yeah. fine. So she just got me back. Men's feet should never be touched. I did not like this at all, Mike. <laughs> not at all. I, also, they put like a hot compressor in my eye. I can't see. For all I know, they're all making fun of me in there. I don't know what's going on. Then Look they at ex- this ticklish bitch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That could have been happening. I don't know. Then they exfoliate the whole thing. That was nice. My feet are actually nice. I probably have the most suckable toes in all of Gas Digital. That's right. Move over, cute new Asian office manager. There's a new suckable toe in town. I, have you seen Blind Mike's feet? I assume they're also blind. <laughs> I mean, dude, they are. They're so perfect. They'll make you go blind. They'll just... Really? Yeah, dude. Like, he he has very feminine feet. They did, like, a whole bit where he went and got, like, a manicure. It was a whole thing. Mm. Or pedicure. Yeah, but that was months ago. This was the was, other day I got yesterday. This, this was yesterday? Yeah. This son of a bitch. <laughs> These blind bastards. Uh, I'm saying, well, right now, my feet are feeling pretty suckable. I'm not letting anybody do it, though. That's just for me, Mike. Moving on. Uh, here's something interesting. <clears throat> um, in uh, Canada, uh, two out of three young... This is a new thing by uh, the Ontario Social Workers Fund just rele- released a survey revealing that between the ages of 18 and 35, two out of three young women in Ontario have been diagnosed with mental illness. Checks out. That, I think this is, universal health care has gone too far. <laughs> yeah, universal. It's, we're just going to wave a wand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universally, you're we all just, crazy. You, you broads are a little bonkers. <laughs> all in different ways. You're all beautiful individual snowflakes. But every one of you are crazy. I like how it's between 18 and 35. Because once they hit 36, they start going through the changes a little bit. Start to move. Slow down, ladies. Oh, you're telling me when you stop wanting to fuck them, they stop being so crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. Weird. Yeah, it's 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 almost like there's a correlation between wanting to fuck a woman and their level of crazy. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So you're saying the more... We're going to have to get the, <laughs> the Canadian uh, Ministry of uh, Medicine to look into this more, Mike. Yeah? Yeah, I think we're going to we're gonna have to petition them. Um, luckily... It's Canada, so all of these uh, uh, mentally ill women can just kill themselves. I mean, they are eligible for it. They're eligible to die. I'm sure, genuinely, mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, like, when they get their, like, proposed treatment plans, mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, option A, option B, option C. One's going to be, like, medicine to fix the crazy. The sure. other one's going to be, you know, talk therapy. Option D or E on every one of those pamphlets. It is all of the above, which kills you. Yeah. No, it's just going to be euthanasia. Mm. Like, I'm telling you, they're just going to start slipping in euthanasia as an option. Well, we said, I mean, we talked about it on the show some months back where it was like that uh, uh, woman in the wheelchair couldn't get a ramp. And they were like, well, we could kill you. Yeah, she was a Paralympian. <laughs> She's the best wheelchair person that they have. And they want her dead. Yeah. They wouldn't build her a ramp up three steps. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to go. You're telling me you're bipolar and unfuckable? Oh, yeah. If you're over 36 and mentally ill, euthanasia well, is the first that, option. Well, to be honest, that's why they only went 18 to 35. They couldn't find any women over 36 that they hadn't killed for being crazy. Right, right, That's right. Okay. actually probably what happened. That makes sense. Yes. Ugh. It's about time they figured that out. What a crazy... I mean, it just kind of goes to show you that if you... I've thought this for a while, and it makes me like... Because I've gone to a psychiatrist before, and... uh 
it always makes me think, I, I always want to talk, I, I actually brought this up to mental health professionals, where I go, I don't know, how often do you talk to somebody that doesn't have something wrong with them? And they go, I mean, like, it, it happens that some people are just going through a bad time in their life, and they come to talk, but, you know, you, this is what the excuse they said, they go, usually, if somebody's here, they've been working through this for a while and that's why they're here. So now if it's just available in Canada for free, you're just going to do it and that's why there's so many of them. Checks out. Right. I think, look, I, I hate to say that maybe the solution is less mental health care because it seems like we probably need more of it, but I think the wrong people are getting it. I think we should take away... <laughs> You think that's skewing the stats? I think what we should do is take away all um, upper middle class people's mental health care and give it to the homeless. Right? I mean, now you're talking 100%. Yeah, but that's fine. They're homeless and need the help. And the upper middle class don't need an excuse. They need to be on their grind set so they could become rich. <laughs> Can we all just address that? All right? Stop it. Stop going to psychiatrists. And let's say, what could you do to become rich? Very quickly. Go rob a bank. That'll work. Uh, you could buy a digital scale and a large bag of drugs. And then you portion that out into smaller bags of drugs. <laughs> Seems like a better use of you. As a matter of fact, You've probably got a backstock of all these meds. You don't even need a scale if you could just count the pills and put them into smaller bags. It's pretty brilliant. Dude, I'm a genius. Do you think there is street value for pharmaceuticals in Canada, though, given just how readily available they are? Uh, something tells me there are people who want more than their fair share. In it's a almost socialist like, society? <gasps> almost like people are greedy when it comes to... Uh, uh, Let's name some drugs that are maybe lesser fun than the drugs that we all know to be fun. What's a lesser fun pharmaceutical drug that's still kind of fun? Like, um, Ritalin? I bet even with that, there's somebody who would, could use a couple extra Ritalin a month. Uh, yeah, of course. Certainly any sort of oxycodone. Okay, yeah. I mean, what else do they prescribe? Uh, uh, Viagra? Yeah, people a, are going to want some Viagra. That's a fun one, though. Yeah. Mm. Probably a prescription-strength zinc pill that makes your loads chunkier. Yeah? Yeah. You would pay for that on the street. I mean, I feel like if you're buying a zinc supplement in a pharmacy, you are already doing that. Are you buying zinc supplements? I mean, there's zinc in my multivitamin. You're not trying to get... You're not trying to rope up? My... Chris, not, the gotta, not the Canadian rope up. <laughs> Chris, I got, a, I got a kid on the way. My, lo my ropes are fire right now. I would think your ropes would be lesser. Because you used them all up. No, 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 dude. I'm fucking... I could, like... I'm trying to think of how many sheets of paper... Mm -hmm. Or, like, how many tissues... Okay. ...could be held up like fucking karate boards... Mm -hmm. That if I shot a load, I could pierce through. I really? think at least 10 tissues. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> all right. That's pretty good. I think we've really cracked this. <laughs> Anything more to add about all these crazy Canadian broads? Um, you know, I just hope they get the, uh, the help they need and usher themselves off this mortal coil. I don't know. We can't... It's the Canadian way. We can't kill all these Canadian women because then we're going to have more Canadian men coming down here to fuck our women. The, if you have a lack of women in a place, the men leave. No. The what country is, becomes strong. Like China? Like China. Mm, that's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. Moving on. We actually have to talk about China real quick, Mike. Um, Why? Do you know what happened in China this week? No. Several things happened in China this week. One. Name one. This guy named Chen stubbed his toe. Odds are. <laughs> There's a lot. 
Um, however, some other things that happened in China. China uh, helped broker a cool down of tensions between Saudi Arabia and Iran and also have gotten Zelensky of Ukrainian fame to uh, uh, come to the table and discuss a peace deal with Russia. Now, a few months ago, we were talking about China might be fucked. Right? Like, we're kind of like, I think everybody's starting to kind of hate China. Seems like they have this aging population problem that they're trying to cover up. People were talking about that. And now they just do these two things, and we're like, God damn it, they're beating us again. We look like real fucking assholes. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're fucking with the money. What do you mean? Like, we're clearly, right, using Ukraine mm-hmm. as, like, uh, some kind of tax shelter to send a bunch of money to that can then be funneled back to the rich and powerful Washington elites. Well, very clearly they didn't want an inspector general so that uh, uh, arms dealers in the United States or whatever defense contractors would rehash the golden goose that they killed in Afghanistan a few years ago or a year and a half ago or whatever it is. Right. Um, Pretty obvious that the reason why we spent so much more money in Ukraine in such a short amount of time and the fact that I think it was two members of Congress that wanted some level of supervision of where how the money was being spent got shot down and called terrible murderers. Uh, <laughs> um, clearly, that is an issue. Um, so I think China coming through and being like, yo, I'm going to fuck with the money. Well, so no, really what it is... They is, ain't fighting no more. There's no more money. So what, re- what really happens is this, is... Um, Apparently, I didn't know this, but Ukraine and China were massive trading partners before because I guess uh, China was buying a lot of wheat from Ukraine because it's close geographically and Ukraine was making a lot of wheat and they don't have a lot of wheat in China. And wheat is a cheap protein. And when you pair it with soy protein, which they do have in abundance, you can can make a complete protein. Huh. Yeah. Um, Also, they like those pork buns, which which I, you know, I also enjoy. But You need wheat for that. You need wheat for a pork bun. Exactly. For the bun. Not the pork. Um, however, it, can't fuck with their pork buns. Can't fuck with their pork buns. What are they gonna have for breakfast? You know what I mean? Just pork. You need the bun. Honestly, yeah, a year of that that'll get the Chinese fired up. Yeah, 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 yeah. A year of fucking with their pork buns that used to be seventy cents, and now it's a dollar twenty. That's in New York. I can't imagine how much it's costing in China. You know what I mean? Eight I'm sure billion that- yen. They don't even use yen, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, who knows how many won that is? Um, which always is weird to me that their currency is the won, which seems like they're measuring it in the amount of work a migrant laborer can do. Oh, I thought they were measuring it in the amount of wontons it could buy. Oh, could be either one of those, Mike. That's actually a good. That's a good call. Um. So, but also the Saudi Arabia thing. Is kind of nuts. We look like assholes in this country now because of this. They came in. Everybody was mad at them because of COVID. And they came in and made us look like dickheads, Mike. That's what they do. Absolute fucking dickheads the Chinese made us look like. There's Egg Foo Young on our faces. <laughs> and I don't know what we're going to do about it. It's kind of scary. Especially with all these bank collapses going on. Yeah, I don't like having Egg Foo Young on my face. That's not where that goes. No, it goes in your belly. Yeah. Covered in a fucking delicious brown sauce. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So China, watch out. We're we're keeping our eye on you. Moving on. We got to talk about our good friends. Our good friends over at yokratum.com. Yokratum.com is the home of the $60 kilo. Here's the thing about yokratum.com. If you need kratum and you don't want to go to a gas station and such a grimy fucking door handle and all this, you go to yokratum.com, you get a $60 kilo. They have all the different varieties of kratom that you love in pill form, in kilo form. It is the home of the $60 kilo. Kratom, fantastic. You want to beat the Chinese? Try kratom. Uh, go to yokratum.com. Uh, it's the home of the $60 kilo. Send some to some troops in Ukraine if you want. I, I don't know what the legality of that is, but go right ahead. It's yokratum.com. It is the home of the $60 kilo. Moving on. Uh, are we going to make fun of this bench? Ah, no, we'll do that. We'll do that later. We'll do that. We'll do that on the next thing. Is there anything else we need to talk about, Mike? Because I think we need to, we might need to wrap this up. 
do we? Well, we got we got some time here. Uh, I was I have a couple of things. All right, what would you like that to I sent Michael? to you? Um, a uh, a BBC News World Study mm-hmm. about the mental health crisis f- uh, from the pandemic. Okay. Um, I have a a, a woman uh, who interrupted Avril Lavigne at the Juno Awards in a very interesting way. Okay. And uh, I have a... The Juno Awards is the awards that they give uh, pregnant teens, right? Yeah, it's, it's Ellen Page has won 23 years in a row. She's always a pregnant teen. He's always a pregnant teen. Well, no, he's Elliot. Yeah, okay, fine. Elliot Page now has retroactively... Joked, dude. <laughs> won the Juno Awards for 23 nerd core. years. He invented Nerdcore. <laughs> yes. Because he's always working on his core. Mm-hmm. Shout out Elliot Page. All right, let's watch this video. Which, uh, the Juno Awards? Yeah. Titties out. Those titties type mid, though. Titties what? Titties type mid, though. Titties are alright. Rest of the body's mid. (laughs) She just grabbed her titty, though. Sexual harassment. He has sold out shows in Canada, the U.S., the U.K. I have no clue what she was doing or protesting, but... Why did those titty-out bitches protest Bernie Sanders that time? Was that a hormones in the milk thing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, This is Save the Green Belt. The Green Belt? What is the Green Belt? Never heard of it. And you never will. Guess this didn't work. <laughs> For real? What is the green belt? Uh, green belt is a policy and land use zone designation used in land use planning to retain areas of wild and agricultural land. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Sounds pretty whack. Uh, I hope that lady uh, uses her Canadian health care to kill herself. Moving on. <laughs> um. <clears throat> The last thing we're going to talk about right now on the show is, uh, actually, yeah, Mike, can you pull up a video that you sent me and somehow thought was real? (laughs) All right. I was so hoping you weren't going to realize this was, I watched this for one second. Pull up the video. I'm going to, sorry. Now, 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 for context, put, put my face on the screen. For context. Mike thought this video was real. (laughs) Mike Harrington thought that this video we are about to watch was real. Push play. Hello. Hello. I got some fucking Dove men's soap for you, too. Okay. Get some of that men's soap on your body. Because you smell like shit, too. (laughs) And you're a man. All right. Now, this was shared on what was the heading on the tweet that this was video was on? Uh, it was shared as heartbreaking. Unsupportive father harasses trans daughter. Yeah, it was clearly a joke voice of a get out of here, jerk off. And also, I think that was clearly a chick. If that's a trans chick, good on him. Uh, yeah, Minx is uh, the woman in the video. She is a cisgender woman. Okay. So you somehow thought that this was a real video. I did. As soon as I hit play, I was like, I don't think that's a trans chick. Now, maybe that makes me a bigot. But then I heard the voice, and <laughs> you smell like shit. And then the, because you're a man. <laughs> And I was like, well, there's no way this is real. No mean-spirited. Like, that's the thing. If you hate your trans daughter, you don't go, how do you throw dove men soap at them? Like, also, go back to the video for a second. It's because it's, I feel like any, all right, so any trans female teen is going to have more posters on the wall than this. Yeah, I mean, honestly, 
That should have been your fucking dead giveaway. No, no. Here's my thought process. Uh-huh. This is a recently transitioned man. Into took down the man posters. Looks like a it just looks like a man's room. There's shit in the corner. Mm. There's fucking dirty clothes. Like, this is this is what my room looked like before I started dating Alex. Sparse. Sparse. Very Spartan. Very sparse. Um, I suppose that's fair. But also, I think you're just a little too into this trans stuff. Me? Yeah. What do you mean? You send me this stuff every week. <laughs> no. It's every fucking week. No, it's not. It's almost every week that you send me some level of trans video. And now you're getting fooled by satire. <laughs> this was good. This it's was not genuinely, good satire. It was genuinely. I watched it and was like, there's no way this is real. Clicked the link and went one comment down to find out it was fake. We sat there and both laughed at it. Yeah, because it's funny. Yeah. Because it's satire. Sure. You're a little, you're fucking, you're, you're getting into the whole fucking bubble of fucking these fucking people who are just too into this trans stuff. It's a, it, I think it's a smoke and mirrors. The mm-hmm. whole trans thing, it's just the satanic panic, but with fucking titties. It's yeah. not as big of an issue as we're all fucking talking about. There are way bigger issues that we've talked about on this very program. I don't know, dude. We Overdiagnosis had... of mental illness. <laughs> the war in Ukraine. <laughs> China beating us at diplomacy on the world stage. They're committing a genocide while making us look like idiots As it come, when it comes to diplomacy. And you are sending me a, a, a fake trans video. <laughs> well, some trans people did storm the Capitol building. Of Wisconsin. The capital of whatever. <laughs> whatever. Maybe the wind swept down the plane and blew their skirts into the fucking Capitol building. I don't know, Mike. It's not a big fucking deal. I mean, agree, disagree. They're out there. You know, they're not in here where we should be talking about important issues while drinking. (laughs) Moving on. That's the end of the show. Come see uh, me opening up for Dave Smith. At the com- is it the Comedy Connection in Providence, right? That's the name of that club. I, I, all I know about Providence is it is home to a bunch of proud Italo-Americans. What did you call them? Italo-Americans. I like it. Yeah. I'm not even going to fucking complain about that one. I'll, I'll tell you about it after. Okay. And Mike, would you, uh, uh, do you have anything you would like to plug other than your baby registry? Uh, yeah. I mean, still, even if I'm... And one of these crazy broads from Canada? I would love to plug one. Uh, even if we are not, even if I'm not there, uh, check out the, uh, the, the streams we've been doing for UFC. I know we have, uh, 286 big, 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 big pay-per-view this weekend. Um, I'm going to be watching that. Uh, even if I'm at home, I'm going to call in for a bunch and, and give out some bets. Yeah, why I gave wouldn't out, you just zoom in with us? I gave out two big winners on, uh, on Saturday night, Davy Grant by third round finish. Uh, I think it was like plus 1800 and then, um, how do we not have a betting sponsor that lets people bet on the roast battles that we're doing? Yeah, I'll talk to advertising about that. Tommy, good times. Get him on the horn. Yeah, Tom is. I told him he said something about. Uh, he said uh, St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. I was like, that's why your family's here. And he shut up real quick. He was telling me I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go uh, celebrate my culture. And I told him to go fuck himself. St. Patrick's Day sucks. You don't even drink. Don't look at me like that. You don't like bagpipes. I love bagpipes. Do you play the? You gonna, are you gonna be one of these fucking dads who plays the Irish tin whistle to your fucking kid? No. All right. Good. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar.
Say goodbye. 